to Be Ye Transformed 365 with me, your host, Keisha Robinson, the show that uplifts, equips, and pray our listeners into healing, growth, and transformation. Tune in with us for unmatched truth based on biblical principles, wisdom through revelation, and let's not forget that very expensive PhD degree from the University of Life. Amen. Amen. Let's get to it and talk on purpose. Welcome to Season 4, Episode 5. I am so excited to be joining you guys on this Monday Morning Choices. God is so good. He is so faithful. And I am just honored for every opportunity and privilege to be with you. Amen. Life is hard. And you guys will hear me say this a hundred thousand million times over. It is so much easier, so much easier when we know and we understand that we don't have to do life alone, amen? That we don't have to try to, to live life and to become who, who we were created and predestined to be when we're surrounded by people and places um, that want to see us fail, that don't want to see us, you know, succeed, amen? That's, that's in a space uh, 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 of judgment, amen? But when we can come together in an environment and surround ourselves with people that get it, that understand that we're all flawed individuals, that's all, all chasing the higher calling. 
Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus, I am so grateful, so grateful that he gave me that revelation of the power in revealing our scars to show people our wounds that they too may know and understand. It may be painful where you are, but you can heal. Healing is there. Wholeness is there. Deliverance is there. Salvation is there. Freedom is there. Glory, hallelujah. Glory, hallelujah. So I'm so excited about this Monday morning choices. And may we all be that much more intentional, intentional about how we steward our time, how we start our days and our weeks. May we reflect on things of past and learn our lessons. May we obtain the wisdom from every past and previous chapter in the name of Jesus, that we may be that much more equipped and fortified, whole, solid, stable, where we are in this present moment to help us navigate our next in the mighty name of Jesus. So I'm so glad I get to do life with you. I'm so grateful for the opportunity to be able to share in, in some small or great way, to be a part of your life's journey. Because you just don't know how much you inspire me on a day-to-day -day basis. And in it and through it all, giving our God the glory that's due to him. Amen. Amen. So we're going to jump right into today's message. I'm excited. I'm humbled. I'm grateful. I'm grateful for the word that God has placed in my spirit on this morning to share with you. So we're going to move right along into our confession. Father God, in the mighty matchless name of Jesus, spirit of the living God, fall afresh. May the words of my mouth May the meditation of my heart, may it all be pleasing in thy sight, O Lord. For you and you alone are my rock and my redeemer. It is you, Lord. It is you, Lord, that not only reconciled me to you, it is you, Lord God, that called me home. It is you, Lord God, that said, child, daughter, I'm here waiting on you. It is you, Lord God, that said, I never left your side. It is you, Lord God, you, it is you, my redeemer. So Father God, in the name of Jesus, may these words, your words, Lord God, and may they feed the hearts, the minds, and the spirits, Lord God, of every listener, Lord God, that it may bring you glory. Father God, I lift this growing community to you, Lord God. I give it back to you, Lord God. I place it in your hands and I sit at your feet. Lord God, I know what you've placed in my spirit, but Lord, I give you free range. I make room for the Holy Spirit. I decrease and I make room for both of you to have your own way. Shift if you need to shift. In the mighty name of Jesus. Pivot if you need to pivot. In the mighty matchless name of Jesus. As you lead, I will follow. For I understand that this is my assignment, Lord God, but these are your people. These are your sons and your daughters. I'm humbled. I'm humbled to be able to share in this moment in time with you. 
So stand in this body. Think with this mind. Speak with this tongue. And may it all come from your heart, Lord God. In the mighty matchless name of Jesus. I declare and I decree that this word that goes forth on this morning, it will reach the heart in which it was intended for. That it will call forth, Lord God, the actions that are needed and required. What's being demanded of them in this present moment. That they may be prepared for what it is that you're desiring to do in and through their lives next. So I thank you on this day. I honor you and I lift your name on high. Glory, hallelujah. In the mighty name of Jesus. I don't know about you guys, but the more I sit with him, the more I think about the time that he's given me to reevaluate my life in every aspect, every aspect. The more I appreciate the time that he's given me to recalibrate, to reset, to reestablish myself in him. Glory, hallelujah. So Father God, on this day, I declare and I decree I am in right standing with you. I am an heir. I am a son. I am no longer a slave of fear. I am a royal priesthood. I am a chosen vessel that have been set apart by you. I'm attracting and manifesting your glory. I am fit and well able in good health to run my race. I am wealthy and prosperous in my attitude and in my thoughts, in my words. I'm filled with grace and mercy and love. I'm walking out this calling as you are leading. And I am forever thankful and forever grateful for your unfailing love. I declare and I decree that I am well seasoned with your word of truth, knowledge, wisdom, and spiritual understanding. Well seasoned with your grace and your love, your mercy and your favor. Father God, I thank you that I'm enclosed after all I've been through in my right mind, that my family is blessed, protected, and provided for day after day after day. Glory, hallelujah. 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 I am God's choice. I am fertile and fruitful and productive for the upbuilding of God's kingdom. I am good ground. This is good soil. And that settles it. In the mighty matchless name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. 
and amen. God is so good and he's so gracious, guys. I have a word for you on today. This word is going to give you clarity. This word is going to give you insight. Yes, this word will correct, but it's done so in love. It, it will prick, but it's done so in love. I only ask in the mighty name of Jesus that he that has an ear, let him hear what thus says the Spirit. Show up present. Remove all the doubt in the name of Jesus. Remove all the distractions in the name of Jesus. Shut down every idle thought, vain imagination right now in the mighty name of Jesus. That you may be postured with an open mind, a clear mind to hear what thus says the spirit, to receive what thus says the spirit, that it may meet you where you are. Where you are. Not your spouse. Not your children. Not the neighbor down the street. Not your friend. But that it will meet you where you are. At the point of your very need. So on this morning we're going to be coming from. And we're going to be standing on Romans 3 and 4. Let God be found true. As he will be when it's all said and done. Only God will remain guys. So are we being intentional about letting him be true? Or are we fighting against what's inevitable? Are we wasting time struggling over something we cannot change? God is, he was, and he shall be forevermore. Let God be found true through every person, every other person. Be found a liar, just as it is written in scripture, that you may be justified in your words and prevail when you are judged. You got to know we all going to be judged. And if you read this text in the message, it said judged by sinful men. So let me read this passage of scripture in its entirety in your hearing because I want to make sure you're hearing what thus says the spirit let God be found true though every person be found a liar just as it is written in scripture that you may be justified in your words and prevail when you are judged by sinful men. That middle ground. We, we do know and understand that there's a, a beginning, a middle, and an end. And I, I don't think it's coincidence that God wrote the, the, the very um, beginning from the end. He started with the end. And I believe he did, he did that to give us hope. To give us a glimpse of what shall be. That we may be able to draw strength from it in this middle. Because see that middle ground 
Mm. That middle ground. See, there will always be people standing on both sides of truth. It's that middle. And God gave us all free will. He gave us all the desire to choose. See, it's in the middle that we get tripped up sometimes. It's in the middle that challenges us. It's the middle that reveals to us who we really are when we're put under pressure. That middle, it reveals all the holes and the ugliness in our character. It reveals where we've been hurt and how we've been hurt and, and how we interact and handle and deal with people. Who, who we really are. In particular seasons. See, this is why we, we can't be too quick to judge a book by its cover and we can't be too quick to put a label on a person because you met them in a season. Yeah, they may have done it. Facts. But what does truth say? And see, all of these things wrapped all up into one. And this is how why we got to be careful in how we perceive things. Because see, all of this is discovered in the middle. See, that middle ground, it, it, it's a place to where we can choose to be mediocre. See, it's a place where we can choose to remain lukewarm. It, it, it's a place where you can choose to hide under the shade, that's the story, uh-huh. The story that you have told yourselves and others, your truth. Rather than seek and stand in the truth, you would rather hide behind the lattice that you've created and built to shade you. Oh, the spirit going to speak this morning. That middle ground. So, so what if I told you that, that that middle ground was such a sacred place? And it's a, it's a place that is, that was, and shall remain because that's the place where our character and our integrity, our morals, our principles are tested. That's the place where they're shaped and molded. That's the place, the middle ground. That middle ground where we're supposed to grow and grow up. So what if I told you that that middle, that middle ground was the place that shall reveal who you become. Who you decide and who you choose to be in every step and stage and season of your life. 
Think about that. That middle ground. It's a place that's going to either reveal who you shall become, who you decide or who you choose to be. At every step and stage, every season of your life. See, life is going to happen. Nobody is exempt. How you respond into life. See, we can't keep reacting. We can't keep, you know, making the same excuses. We can't keep trying to justify the same old poor, bad behavior and choices, dumb decisions. The middle is ugly and messy for a reason. And God has given us all the power that we need to handle and steward, manage, to navigate that middle ground. He gave us free will. And that's why it's so dangerous. With free will comes responsibility. Comes maturity, development and growth, wisdom. So what if I told you, what if I told you that that middle ground deals more directly with our interpersonal and identity issues than anything else. That's the place that reveals where we're broken, where we're cracked, where we hurt the deepest, where we've been wounded. See, you can only hide it, but for so long. You can only dress it up, but for so long. You can only hold your breath, but for so long. See, it's that middle ground, guys, that tempts and tests and then reveal what we really think and believe. See, it reveals every twisted and perverted truth that you've told yourself or you're telling yourself to defend the walls in which you have built. You better hear the spirit on this morning. It reveals our very nature, perceptions and understanding or the lack thereof. Of what love, real love, true love, unconditional love really is. What it really costs. What it really requires. It reveals the, the depths and the level of our own personal responsibility and commitment to our change, our growth, our development and maturity. Our level of commitment and seeking and accepting and embracing. Not just your call, but the purpose. The purpose behind it. And I want to help somebody on today. Whatever in this lifetime that has drugged you the most, beat you down the most, be rest assured, get real comfortable with this truth. In some way, shape, form, or fashion, 
God is calling you to serve that thing. The question is, will you go back? Will you allow yourself to, to be delivered enough, free enough, healed enough, whole enough to go back to serve what once used to beat you down? You better hear the spirit on this morning. See this middle ground? It makes known. It brings to the forefront every crack, every gap, every crevice we've left unattended and uncovered. Due to the lack of our intimacy and our willingness to be truthful and vulnerable. And our ability to worship God in spirit and in truth. Where can you go that you can hide from him? Absolutely nowhere. He knows. He didn't ask Adam, where are you? Because he didn't know. He asked because he wanted Adam to search himself out to see if he was self-aware. So I ask you today, where are you? Where are you? See this middle place, this middle ground. It's messy for a reason. It's messy because it's supposed to produce something greater, something more purposeful in your life. It helps you to identify with who you really are. It puts you on the path to discovering who you really are. But we have to decide, we choose who, who we are becoming. Who we choose or who we decide to be. And, and, and perhaps that's why it takes us so long to reach and to face our Gethsemane. Perhaps that's why. It's taken us so long to arrive at that place of not my will, but thy will be done. And perhaps that's why many never do. Perhaps that's why they choose to remain meshed, lukewarm in the middle ground. Free to choose, but yet still in bondage. You better hear the spirit on this morning. So I ask you on today. Where are you? What side of truth do you stand on? How are you handling, managing, and stewarding this middle ground? Because we're all standing in one. Are you seeking the approval of man or God? Are you or have you been trying to seek and please man or God? Because let me help you understand something. If your answer to either of those questions is a yes, it's impossible. It's impossible to serve God. It'll be impossible 
for you to come into a full understanding with all spiritual wisdom, revelation, and understanding of who you really are. No one, absolutely no one can serve two masters. I don't care how you try to justify it. I don't care what story you tell yourself. It is impossible. So the title of our message on today, let God be true. Let God be true. See, many are called and invited to the kingdom, but only those who have been chosen, chosen. And this is why he said there were few have received Christ will come. What are you saying? Let me help you understand what I'm saying. Those who tried to come without the covering of the blood of Jesus Christ for their sins, understanding that they are a flawed individual, not perfect individuals, that they are, are, are inadequate to do anything in the name of God without being covered by the blood of Jesus Christ, clothed, in the blood of Jesus Christ. It's impossible. God calls us. But you're, you can only be chosen. If you can hear and then receive Hear, receive, and respond. Remember those words. And it can't be done in your name. Those who try to come without the covering of the blood of Jesus Christ for their sins are inadequately clothed and will be sent into outer darkness. This cannot be done in the absence of him. See, many people hear the call of God through revelation of who he is, through him revealing himself unto them and through the preaching and the teaching of his word. But only the one who, who, who is truly hearing with spiritual ears will get up and respond. Hence, this is why he said few are chosen. And this is why we hear Jesus many times throughout the Bible. And this is why you will hear me say often, he who has an ear, let him hear. If you're showing up every day to speculate, to hear what it is, I got to say, you're wasting my time and yours too. And quite frankly, you're in the way of what it is that God is trying to do. He who has an ear, let him hear. And this is my point. Each and every one of us, we have ears. But only a few, the chosen, are listening with a desire to respond beyond the moment. This is not just hearing from God or receiving an answer or an answer from God or an answer prayer from God. Or you get a feeling of the Holy Spirit. 
and you shout all over the church. But when it's all said and done and that moment passed, there's no true authentic change and transformation. Some of you need to come off of social media. Some of you need to shut down these pages and get somewhere and sit down and get healed and whole and delivered. We have enough to combat in this world without having to com combat even the more so. Because you're reaching an audience that's just as broke and broken and, 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 and unhealed as you are. God has a great work for you to do, but let him finish what it is that he started. We can't be speaking from a, a, a place and a posture of pain and hurt. Yes, we can relate and connect to those experiences, but we must be leading from a posture of humility. Moving forward in a spirit of obedience. The bottom line and the truth is simply this. Not everyone who has ears receive, though they have ears to hear. Make no mistake about that. Many are called or invited into the kingdom, but none, none of us, absolutely not a single one is able to come on our own. It is God and God alone who must draw our hearts, tug at our hearts. Otherwise, we too, we will not. We live in a fleshly body just like you. We have to bring this flesh under submission every day. Sometimes it's a second by second decision. This is why his word said, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has gone and the new has come. God creates life. It is God who grants repentance and gives faith. You better hear the spirit on this morning. Man, we flesh. We're totally unable to do this by ourselves. With him, we can do all things. Apart from him, we can do absolutely nothing. For it was he, he who chose us. In him, before the creation of this world, to be holy and blameless in his sight. In love, it was he that predestined us to be adopted as his sons through Jesus Christ in accordance with his pleasure and will. You better hear the spirit on this morning. And why? To praise. To praise of his glorious grace. Nothing that we did. He freely gave it. You better hear the spirit on this morning. Salvation is by God's will and it gives him good pleasure and it brings him glory. But you better hear me. Each one of us must work that out in our own lives. No one else can do that for you. No one. 
No one. Everything in all. that God has chosen. Please hear the spirit on this. Will be saved. Not shall be, not might, not maybe. Will be saved without exception. They will hear and respond because they have spiritual ears to hear the truth, not our preferences. Not what we think, not what we desire, but spiritual ears to hear the truth. And it is the power of God, the power of the Holy Spirit that makes all of this certain, that makes it all possible. So I don't care what last year looked like or three years ago looked like or 20 years ago looked like. Or what yesterday looked like. We know full well that all things at its appointed time will work together for our good. Our good. Those of them that he has called. That love him. That's been called according to his plan and purpose. For those God foreknew he loved. He also predestined to be conformed to the likeness of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many brothers. And those he predestined, he also called. And those he called, he also justified. And those he justified, he also glorified. You better hear the spirit on this morning. Are you living for God or are you living for man? For some of you, you catch so much hell and things have always been so hard and life has been so difficult and it seems like it's never enough until it's enough that you're never good enough and rejection and you're always constantly being overlooked. It seemed like that would be the story of your entire life. But I come to tell you on this morning. God wouldn't allow you to be the world's choice. God wouldn't allow you to be man's choice. See, God was protecting his investment, his deposit in you. See, he knew, he knew the set time and the set season. When man, when the world would run out of options. You better hear the spirit on this morning. He knew the set time and the set season. When man would begin to recognize, realize. Their very need for him, not of him. You better hear the spirit. So I come to tell you on today, you were always God's choice. You were ignored for a reason. You were overlooked for a reason. You weren't less 
but always more than enough, more than good enough for a reason. And therefore you had to be rejected and you had to be isolated and you had to be misunderstood and mistreated. You had to be walked over and used, taken advantage of. Hmm. You had to be undervalued, taken lightly for a reason. God had to set you apart because it was he that was teaching you and preparing you, strengthening you, fortifying you, equipping you. It was he that was building you and establishing you. It was he that was raising you up, preserving you to be released for a time such as this. You better hear me on this morning. How do I know? I'm glad you asked. See, the assurance of this chosen call is from the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit alone. It won't leave you alone. It's like fire shut up in your bones. I don't care how many times you've been underestimated, you come back stronger. I don't care how many times you were knocked down, you get back up and you keep fighting harder. I don't care how many times you were mistreated and mishandled, you get up and you love greater, you forgive faster. You better hear the spirit on this morning. You don't pray their demise. You don't pray against them. You pray for them. You pray, Lord, spare their life. But Lord, I ask in the name of Jesus, touch their heart, prick their hearts, that they may live and give their life fully over to you. You better hear me on this morning. See, you're the one. <laughs> you, 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 you're the one you've been waiting on. You, you're the one that your family been waiting on. You're the one that your community been waiting on. You, you, you the one the world overlooked, the one man never chose. You, you, you. You always seem to be out of place, like you never fit in. God was preserving you, protecting his investment, his deposits. Set you apart for a time such as this. Your unborn grandchildren, your children, they've been waiting on you. It's always been you. And let me help you understand something. They, whoever you're, they are, are not going to like it. But that is not your problem. So be confident of this one thing. He who has begun a great work in you will carry it out until it's completed. Until the day of the return of Jesus Christ. So I come to encourage you on, to, on today, on this morning. Continue to give God, to lend God your spiritual ears, your focus and your obedience in the secret place. Continue to work out your salvation with fear and trembling. For it is God and God alone who works in you to will and to act according to his good purpose, his good purpose.
So let us, let God be true. And everything and anyone, including ourselves, be a liar. If it's out of alignment and agreement with his original plan and purpose for your life. That when we are tested by sinful men, not only will we be justified with our words, his words, but we shall also prevail in the mighty, matchless name of Jesus. Glory. Glory, 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 glory. Hallelujah. So will you let God be true? Have you made a decision definitively, intentionally, consciously? To live out the rest of your days. For the Lord. Are you seeking him? To see what thus says him concerning you. Are you still trapped in this middle ground? Choosing to live beneath your privilege. Choosing. To be less than who he called you to be. Created you to be. Trying to please man. Or have you said enough is enough. I must come to myself. Kicking, screaming. Raggedy. Dusty, dirty. But Lord, here I am. I've made up my mind. I'm going to let you be true. And everything and everyone, including me, be a liar. If it's out of alignment and agreement with your original plan and purpose for my life. That I may be justified in my words, your words, Lord, and prevail when judged by sinful men. Let us not live for, for man, but let us live for God. And let us do so on purpose. And it is in the matchless, mighty name of Jesus Christ that I declare and I decree this truth on today. Call it done and receive it as such by faith.
the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. It's always a blessing. It's always an honor. It's always a privilege for every opportunity I have to share with you. So as always, I thank you. I thank you. I sincerely thank you for taking the time to join in with us in faith and on purpose. Until next time, have a blessed day, a purpose-filled day in the Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus. <laughs>